This podcast is for professional voice teachers to answer the question, how do I grow my teaching business and even break out of that one-on-one lesson model so that I can reach and teach who I want whenever I want. I'm your host, Allie Tyler, voice teacher of over a decade and marketing and business coach for fellow voice teachers. Welcome to the Voicepreneur Podcast. Hey, 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 voice teacher. Welcome to another episode of the Voicepreneur Podcast. I am so happy you're here. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited about this episode. This topic is so much fun. I always find it really fun and exciting to kind of get like a little behind the scenes look of you know, coaches and mentors and people that you are just inspired by. Like anytime the people that I follow share a little bit about how they are embodying and walking their talk, I just love it. I love it so much. I feel like I learned so much in that way. And so that is kind of what inspired this episode. I wanted to share a little quote unquote behind the scenes look of my life as a voice teacher and how I am walking the talk with you. And this is really special. (laughs) I got to just like point out for a second. It's special because I'm really looking at voice teaching differently. And I know I've mentioned this on a previous episode where I was opening up my studio and I did. I taught just a handful of students and then I took a little break over the summer and now I am reopening again <laughs> over in September, I guess. Wow, that's next month. Hello, here we are. So as I am thinking about you know, this vision I have with my voice studio and how I want to really treat my voice studio business, I have been in this very interesting place right now in my life where I am really putting a lot of my trust into the universe. I am really putting a lot of my trust into the universe giving me what I need to get clarity and to make decisions moving forward. Usually I'm a big planner. I'm a bird planner and I'm a big, big picture thinker. (laughs) Like I love thinking about the big picture. And this is one of the very first times in my life where I really have no freaking clue what the big picture is telling me right now. Like I can barely visualize what five years now in my life, five years now. Wow. That didn't make any sense. Five years from now. (laughs) There we go. What five years from now looks like. Do you feel like that too? Like, can you imagine what five years from now looks like? I don't know. I feel like we go through these seasons where it's like sometimes in our life we have this very clearly defined or it's really easy to picture. And then other times, like right now for me, it's totally fuzzy and you have no freaking clue. So if you're like where I'm at right now and you have no freaking clue, (laughs) it's a really fun game to play with the universe to be like, what do you got for me? Like, show me what you got. Show me your signs. Give me some clues. Give me some things, anything. Bring it on. I'm here for it. So that's really how I've been approaching this summer. And something very interesting happened, as it always does. And it's so fun. This is why I love living. I love being a human. It's so freaking cool. Magic everywhere. So I am sitting at a pizza shop here in town. And little background of my town I live in a really, really, 
really small town. <laughs> I've never lived in such a small town in my life. There are around 2,000 people in the whole town. And it's an interesting town because it's, it's a mountain island. It takes 25 minutes to get anywhere and everywhere else. So it's 2,000 people. It's walkable. You could walk the entire town in like an hour. <laughs> it's really small. And it is a really, really tight community super tight community. A little bit intimidating at times, but no, I'm getting used to it. It's good. It's good. I like the people here, which is helpful. So I have kind of always known that this could be a really great place to market myself as a voice teacher. And I want to share that with you because there are so many times I hear as an excuse slash limiting belief from voice teachers that they live in a small town, so there's not really a big market. And I just do not find that to be true. Okay, think about it for a second. Like 2,000 people in my town, I need what? 10, 15, 20 of them to want to take singing lessons? Like <laughs> it's really not that hard. 20 out of 2,000, like I think you will find 20 people. You know what I mean? Like I think we just think that small town equals very limited opportunity. In my mind, I'm like, oh my God, how do we leverage the crap out of this thing? You know? So I've always known that the possibility, like if I put myself out there and I really, you know, marketed myself as a voice teacher, I would totally fill up my studio. I've always felt very confident in that. Now, I never really wanted to do the work and it's okay. I have a variety of reasons. And this is such an interesting little thing that came up because what happened was at this pizza shop, <laughs> I'm sitting at the pizza shop and this woman walks up to me and we're chatting for a little bit and I know her, I've known her for a couple of years and she's like, you know what, Allie, I really feel like this town needs, and I've always felt like this, I feel like this town needs a choir. <laughs> and I'm like, this town does need a choir. That'd be pretty cool. She's like, yeah, actually, I've really been thinking a lot about this. And do you know any choir directors or like anybody that you could connect me with? And I just had this moment of like, hmm, could I do that? I could do that. I'll do it. <laughs> Maybe this is the universe giving me the sign. And it just felt right. Like something in that moment was like, I've never conducted a choir before. Like I'm not a choral director. I don't have my degree in that. Like that is not, I took one conducting class and thank God, because that, that was a great class, but like, I'm not a choral director, but I was able to see the ripple, right? Like the big picture of it. It's not just about directing a choir. It's about a lot of things. It's about connecting with my community. It's about inspiring people to sing. It's about getting people together to sing together, which is such a beautiful thing. And I know, I just know that this is going to ripple into getting new students. So why am I telling you this? Why am I giving you this backstory? Okay. I'm giving you this backstory for a couple of reasons. Number one, I want you to practice trusting the universe. I want you to really practice trusting the signs and the invitations that are being presented to you all the time. Now, sometimes there are these like big moments like that, even though it felt like a really small moment, right? Oh, I'm just looking for a choral director. Like that could have been like nothing. That could have been a no conversation. Oh, I don't know any choral directors. Good luck. Like the end of that. Or it could be like a little moment you know, and just having openness to that and trusting that you don't have to do so much. You don't have to do all the heavy lifting. You have help 
I promise you the universe is on your side. And you may think I'm totally woo and that is fine. But all I'm saying is you don't have to work so hard. Little things like this can just happen. Okay. So that's one thing. The other thing is that any opportunity is really an opportunity to get creative with how to make that bigger, right? It's like there are a million ways. <laughs> there are a million ways that we can make a lot of money and get a lot of students and grow your business. There are so many ways, so many ways. And a lot of the time, these ways are not something that we think of, but that are presented to us. It's like that idea was presented to me. Hey, want to be a choral director in our tiny town? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I could fill my studio. I could do group classes. I could really, I could make the choir however I want it to be. Like literally whatever I want it to be. That is so cool and inspiring. I never would have thought to have that idea on my own. Like I wasn't thinking about starting a choir. I've never had that thought. But now that someone else had that thought and she wants to help me with it, all of a sudden it's like, boom, 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 you know, all the ideas and all the ways and all the things. So that's really magical too. So that's why I wanted to share that story with you. And now I'm actually going to tell you <laughs> the things that I'm going to be doing to prepare for the fact that I feel like I'm going to grow my studio. I know it. And that's the other thing. Oh, that's the third and most important thing. Third and most important thing. Confidence. Confidence, my friend. Do you see how I'm not like, I think I'm going to get student, like it might be a great, I'm like, oh my God, my studio is going to be freaking full. Like I know it. I know it. I freaking know it. And when you have that attitude, like you know it, you're a magnet. You're a freaking magnet, man. Like that type of confidence is unshakable. So I highly encourage you to get into that flow because it feels really fun to just be like, I'm a freaking badass and I know I'm going to fill up my studio and this is going to be awesome. Okay, let's get into strategy. So first thing, first thing I'm doing is I am really thinking about right now what my teaching flow is going to be. So I have an opportunity and we always do. Everybody does. We have an opportunity to redefine how we teach, what type of teacher we want to be. How do we want to have our lessons? What do we want to do in our lessons? What does the arc of our lessons look like? I learned after, what, 12 years, 13 years of doing the same damn lesson. We warm up and we do a little bit of stretching and then we sing our song. Like, I was so done with that. <laughs> I just don't, I don't want to do that anymore. I really don't. Like, I really don't want to do that anymore. So I'm having a lot of fun thinking about, mm, what does the flow of my lessons look like? What are the things that are important for me to integrate into my studio? What are modalities that I want to integrate? You know, that type of stuff. And this is also kind of another opportunity for me to practice my own evaluation model. And this is something that, you know, I've refined over the years, but now that I've taken a break, I want to make sure that I'm like refreshed on, you know, how I'm evaluating my students, what it is that I'm listening for, the language that I am using, inviting them into the, the teaching and the conversation and how it is that they want to sound and feel and all of that stuff. All the great nuances of being a voice teacher. So really excited about that process. That's been really, really fun. The second thing that I am doing is I am possibly, well, I'm daydreaming right now. <laughs> I am daydreaming about a new brand for the whole voice. And maybe it'll be the same. I really don't know. I don't think it will. <laughs> I feel like I've graduated from that. I am 
really playing around with the mood, the vision, the mission, the colors, the fonts, all of that stuff is in play right now. And I have processes on how I go about these things. And this is something that I teach inside of the Voicepreneur program. So it's really fun because I'm literally just following my own process, but I'm also kind of, you know, I'm, I'm leaving a lot of space for possibility right now. Like there is absolutely nothing in this moment as I'm recording this that is solidified about what this new brand looks like, but I know that there is a rebrand that is calling its name. <laughs> I wanted to say my name, but it's not me. It's the whole voice. It's calling the whole voice's name. So I'm very excited about that. I love branding. Oh, I love it so much. I love thinking about how the mission and the method and your vision as a voice teacher can be displayed through the vision, through the colors, through the vibe, through the pictures, through your pictures, through all of it. Oh, I love it so much. It's so much fun. And if you need some support on that, I do have a previous episode on this. I can never remember the number of these. I never write this down, but I will link it inside of the show notes here. And it's all about the elements of your brand visuals and what those elements are. <laughs> so you can listen to that. But that's what I'm working on right now for the whole voice. And I'm so excited to see what it's going to look like. The next thing I'm working on after that, and truthfully, I think it's about done, but I just want to make sure and really refine it, is the actual pricing container <laughs> or pricing containers, right? Like if you have different tiers or different packages. So what it is you charge for what it is that you offer. It's really that simple. And this is just one of those things that you want to make sure is completely systemized and streamlined, right? So it's not just about what it is that you charge, but how it is that you accept payment and how often you accept payment and all of that stuff. So just making sure that I am all good on the back end. I'm pretty sure I am and that everything is very, very clear for my ideal students so that when they want to join my studio, I have everything written out for them, whether that's on a pricing sheet or whether that's on my website or wherever it goes, and they are able to see exactly what it is that I charge and for what it is that I offer. The last thing, and this one's really fun because it's not really a thing per se, but it is. <laughs> it is a thing because it's gonna be something that evolves. So the last thing is what offers I'm going to be offering in the future. And this is something that is completely blank right now, right? Like right now, I know what my pricing containers are, as I just said. So that's very clear. However, I'm a creative. You're a creative. We are creative people. We love to offer things. We love to help people. We love to make money. So it's very easy to come up with a bunch of different offer ideas. And what I mean by offer ideas are things like, ooh, I could do a group class. Oh, maybe I could do like a group vocal technique class to help the people, you know, who are in the choir to be able to sing the songs that we're actually singing in the choir. Or, ooh, I could do like a master class every month and people perform for each other. Like there's so many things that we could do, right? It's so much fun. It's so much fun to think of all the things that we could offer. So I do this too. I get really carried away, especially when, and I know, especially when I see the rebrand of the whole voice, I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, I have to offer all these things. <laughs> and if Mika's listening to this, she's going to be laughing because I do this all the time where I'm like, and now we're going to offer this. Oh, can you make a checkout page for that? Oh, and let's offer that. Like, I love doing that stuff. 
So I am, I'm resisting. I am resisting not doing that. And the reason why is because I know I'm a smarty. I know. I understand business. I know that just because I think it's a good idea does not mean that it's profitable. I know that the only way I know if it's profitable is if my students want it. And I can't give them extra offers if I don't have any students. I don't know who needed to hear that, but somebody needed to hear that because we really get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> we really get ahead of ourselves with like, oh, maybe I could offer this and that and this and that. It's like, whoa, back up. Let's get the students first. Let's get the students. Let's get to know them. Let's see what they want. Let's see if you fill your studio. Like maybe I put myself out there in September. I start this choir and then, oh my God, holy crap. I knew I was going to fill my studio, but like, whoa, wasn't expecting that much. Oh, Okay. Perfect. Now I can fill those group classes instead of, oh, I want to do this group class. And then I'm like trying to market it and I can't fill it. Right. So let it happen. Let it come to you. Let the students tell you what your next offers are going to be. So put them in a little pretty folder. Maybe put some little emojis and some hearts all over it. Whatever you want to do to be like, I love you idea. I am coming back for you. I promise. But right now I am just going to be focusing on the one or two containers that I have created for voice students, and we will go from there. So that's what I'm doing, and I'm so excited, and I hope that that was helpful for you to hear a little bit about that. And if you want to follow my journey, I really don't know what my journey is going to take me on in terms of Instagram. I have zero clue. <laughs> we shall see. We shall see. I'm all about following my intuition with that stuff, but Come and follow me over on Instagram at The Whole Voice. That is my voice teaching account. And then if you want to come and follow us here at The Voicepreneur, then come and follow The Voicepreneur. You can also check all of the links below this video or episode, whatever it is that you are listening to. And you can join our community, check out our courses. Oh my gosh, there's so many good things for you to help you grow your voice studio. So I hope that this was helpful. I love you so much. Thank you so much for being here. And I cannot wait to hear how this lands for you. And I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your weekend. I will catch you in the next episode.